You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Chasing Life After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Chasing Life After Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to AfterBuzz TV. This is the Chasing Life After Show for Episode 7, Unplanned Parenthood. I'm Heather Joy Smith, and here with me tonight is... Hi, guys. I'm Kristen Strange. Hey, guys. I'm Michelle Fee. All right, guys, so tonight's episode uh, kind of started where we left off last week with April's mom still kind of grieving, you know, finding out about April's cancer and how she's going to deal with this, and she is really having a hard time with this, and, I mean, understandably, I I would too, Um, and so... George, I think, is trying to make an attempt to kind of re-bring the family all together by going um, to April's mother and trying to reach out and kind of lend his support to her tonight, or in last night's episode. So I thought that was really interesting to see him do that and try and make that relationship happen again. Yeah, I did too. I liked it. And she seemed to kind of open up to him and let him in more than I think that she has in previous episodes. So I liked seeing that, like their relationship grow. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Now, tonight also George took April's mom to a, it was called the Cancer Caregiver Mixer, which I thought was very interesting because George thought it was going to be this mixer where all these families who have uh, relatives, you know, dealing with cancer and everything and kind of going there for a support system, which in fact it was the exact opposite. And mm-hmm. poor April's mom was just like lost this whole time because here she wanted to kind of talk to people who were going through the same thing and these people wanted nothing to do with her conversation. Yeah. I was actually, I was so shocked like when she was talking to that guy and then he's like, she's like, are you going through something like that? And he's like, yeah. And then he walked away. Like, and then like, they who just does like, that? right. And they ended the scene. And I was just like, what just happened? Like, she's there to get support from people. And all these people are being so rude to her. Yeah. I think it was the, this episode was the first time I really felt like sympathetic towards her mom. Not yeah. that I didn't mm-hmm. feel sympathetic towards her before, but she had so much emotion in this episode. And I finally saw how much, like, how much she was feeling it, I think, more than in any other episode. And kind of like the, variety of her emotions and it was the first time that I was just really going oh she's so sad I can't I can't even take it anymore yeah and also her mom had a kind of deal with tonight April going to see a fertility doctor and in a way I understand where her mom is like you know I need you to go through chemo now get this done with because who knows how much longer you have but at the same time it's like April wants to kind of look towards the future as well and make sure that if she does go through chemo that she can have kids in the future. So I understand both sides and I'm I'm kind of shocked that April's mom 
isn't more for her going to see this doctor because, I mean, wouldn't you want your daughter to have that experience too? It's almost like her mom's, like, not thinking that could ever happen. Yeah, I think that, especially her mom being a therapist and all those books she was reading in Mm -hmm. tonight's episode where she's reading about, like, other cures for cancer, you would think that she would have read something that told her people who have cancer are going to, if they have something more to live for, like, that's a kind of a proven fact. If you have more to live for and you have more of a support group, then you're more likely to get through any kind of illness. So you would think that she would think, oh, well, maybe she, if she has the opportunity to have kids later on, then she'll be more likely to, you know, kind of push through this if she thinks she has a future after. Mm-hmm. Whereas if she thinks, oh, even if I get through this, I'm never going to have this, I'm never going to have this, I'm never going to have that. And that kind of already defeats a little bit of her chances. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like she just... She kind of just has, like, April's health in mind mm-hmm. right now, so she's not really thinking further than that. Like, yeah. she just wants her daughter to get better, mm-hmm. even though there's a possibility that she won't be able to have kids. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's understandable that she's not looking forward to her going to fertility treatments, but at the same time, it's like, we get where you're coming from, but April needs to live her life and do what she feels like doing rather than you stopping her and not wanting her to go do this. Yeah. And I thought it was a really sweet moment, kind of funny at the same time where April and Beth were at the fertility doctor and they're waiting in this waiting room and there's the lesbian couple with them saying like, oh, we're trying to decide who's going to be carrying the baby. You know, she's the more stable one, but she can't take care of a goldfish. It was just kind of cute. And then, you know, Beth's like, oh, we're going through the same thing. Like, you know, just kind of, I mean, we love Beth because she just... You can tell that Beth is one of those people that just lives life to the fullest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think eventually April's going to kind of feed into that kind mm-hmm. of, you know, where she has Leo who's doing the same thing. And she has Beth. And these two people who are really going to have an impact on her life are kind of living their lives like this. And so yeah. I think it is something positive. And Beth is just so cute. I know. <laughs> her character is to- totally, I feel like, makes the show sometimes. Just little lines that she- she'll say. I'm just like, done. She made the show. Yep. She's just so funny. Um, so going back to Leo, uh, tonight we saw Leo and April again at their cancer group. Mm-hmm. And, you know... April's kind of talking about her fertility in the group and different things that are going on. And her and Leo then kind of have a little chit-chat after the cancer group where Leo hits... I feel like every time they go to this cancer group, it always ends with April hitting Leo up for an interview (laughs) for something. So once again, she did this. (laughs) And apparently, uh, Bruce Hendry, Leo's father, was a founding member of this rich kids club where apparently you have to buy a plane ticket to Tokyo and rip it up in front of everybody just to prove how rich you are and so you can afford to be in this club, which isn't really looking too good on his political career at this point if that were to get out. Right. So April wants to have this interview to kind of figure out, you know, what this is all about. She wanted, like, permission from Leo to write the story and he's just like, yeah, sure. That's why I love him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, she um, she decides that she's going to go and pitch this to Raquel and her boss. And I think at first, you know, they're like, mm, no, this isn't going anywhere. And she's like, no, trust me. Trust me on this. You're going to want to keep this. And so 
uh, her boss says, okay, well, you can go for this, but Raquel has to kind of oversee this project and see how it goes. So it's interesting to see how April wrote the story mm-hmm. and Raquel completely ripped it apart. It's <laughs> awful. Right. Her character just makes me so mad all the time. I'm just, be nice. Why do you have to be so rude? Yeah, and it's so misleading because when she first came into the show, she was like, oh yeah, like I'm all for helping others. And it's like, no, you're Until not. she found you out how liar. good she was. Yeah. Exactly. So it was funny <laughs> because when she handed it back, she only gave April an hour to mm-hmm. fix the entire thing, basically rewrite this whole article. And so poor April, like, goes back and sits at her desk, and she's like, oh, I can't do this. I only have an hour. And Danny is like, listen to this, like, CD that it. he has. It was amazing. <laughs> like, it's like jungle cougar music or something. <laughs> like, who does this? Right. But it was, it, it worked out in the end. Like, I was, when I was listening to it as she was writing, I was like, I wish I had this in college. Like, it would have helped me <laughs> so, so much. Been really like, beneficial. I think it would have been I really, studied. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Maybe you can use it for your articles at work. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we'll see what you produce. <laughs> Let us All know. of a sudden, you're like an Emmy Award winning <laughs> journalist. <laughs> oh, I'll let you know. <laughs> so, she ends up finishing the rewrite of the article with 15 minutes to spare. And you can kind of see um, Raquel and her boss kind of in the background. And her and Danny are like, you know, doing the whole like... Dubbing over it. Totally hilarious. I mean, it's so funny. Like, it's all oh. Raquel, you should wear tighter skirts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, so ridiculous. But, of course, her boss comes out and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. And she gets the byline. So, props to April on that. It's very exciting. Very exciting. I think that's definitely going to take a play in the future because now she's getting more and more responsibility and then all of a sudden she's going to have to come to a dead stop. So she's probably going to be really worried about how it's going to affect her career. I mean, she, I'm sure she already is because mm-hmm. here she is like making huge, huge strides, getting her first byline, not having to go attended by Raquel all the time and then she has to go through chemo and then she's going to be sick all the time and it's I think that's something she's really going to struggle with because for her, it's career comes first no matter what. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm very surprised when she told her boss that, you know, like, oh, I'm going to need some time off in the future. And he was like, what for? Like, you just started. Like, you just, (laughs) this is your first byline. And she, like, I'm happy that she didn't say it because it would have seemed like she was, like, looking for sympathy from him. But Mm -hmm. she was just like, I just have medical problems. And he totally understood, which I didn't see coming like i thought he would have been yeah. like yeah i think okay. she should have told him because if she goes oh i have medical problems he's gonna think oh she's gotta have like a minor surgery maybe something little mm-hmm. but this could go on for a long time and if they don't know that she has cancer how are they ever gonna how is she ever gonna come back to a, a stable a stable job and That's i feel true. like if they if she had said look i have cancer i don't want it to get out i'm gonna be dealing with chemo but i want to come back to work as soon as i can he seems like a reasonable enough man that he would have been like, yeah, sure, okay, I get that. I'm wishing you well. And hes I don't feel like he's the kind of person that would have been, oh, April, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he would have he would have been like, okay, great, get better. Um, we're all pulling for you, and we'll see you when you get back. Like, he mm-hmm. wouldn't, I don't think. Right, yeah. that's true. So I think she should tell him, because 
I want her to have her career when she pulls through it because we know she will. Yes. You're right. So before we go on, we are going to make sure that all of you go on to iTunes and rate us five stars for the Chasing Life After Show and make sure to comment on YouTube and let us know if you have any questions or comments and we'll make sure to answer all of them for you guys. And going back to her finally getting her byline, um, they decided to throw a surprise party for her at the <laughs> office, which was kind of fun. It was, but <laughs> it was very cute, but yeah. it was unexpected. Yes. Like, I mean, they could have done a dinner party mm-hmm. or maybe a surprise party at like Dominic's house. Yeah, why he, he was. Yeah. And then like when their boss walked in, they were like, oh, hi. <laughs> yeah. That's when, like, at first I was like, wait, how are they getting to do, do all this? Like, did they get permission yeah. to have all this yeah. alcohol in the office? And then there was the boss. Like, who, what boss, though, shows up at, like, midnight? That's true. A, a newspaper. A newspaper oh, director. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then Danny's like, I was just working. <laughs> like, I wasn't part of it. I wasn't part of it at all. <laughs> they just forced this beer into my hand. <laughs> yes. And... Also, that happened this episode that I kind of want to mix into this because this came up during the party was that Dominic got a job offer to go over to Europe and cover Daft Punk for four months, which is so exciting. Which is so exciting, oh, but I know, at the I'm same so glad time, she's leaving. Well, she's a girl, so I am so glad. I'm glad that his career is taking off. Props, Dominic. But I'm just like, you're gone. Let's move Leo in. She clearly wants to ship April and Leo, so um, we won't even go day there. One. <laughs> I I don't know how I don't know how anyone is rooting for Dominic. Yeah, he's a nice guy, but let's be real. You're, you're rooting for Dominic? Yes. Why? I like Dominic. Why? Why he's a like very Leo? mature guy. Yeah, and I, I feel like that's, that's what so she. And he's very boring. like. Well, okay, okay, that's what I was say. <laughs> he's very chill compared to yeah. Leo. Where I feel like she needs chill right now, not like some egotistical oh, see, guy. I feel like she needs Leo because Dominic doesn't understand, and Leo's going to be like, "Yeah, let's jump off this. Let's jump out of this plane." <laughs> and what if she doesn't have ever had the chance to do that again? And she's like in the hospital for three months, and then she passes away, and she never got to jump out of. A plane. But she's not going to pass away. No, she's not. But <laughs> we got a plan for the worst. That's how I would like. That's, if I had cancer, I had cancer. I would want to jump out of planes and do stuff like that. That's I mean, true. even if true. I was still going through chemo and I was like, I'm going to make it. I'm still going to do all that stuff. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That all right. Sense. If you're watching this show, make sure to tweet us and let us know who if you would, would you ship. Who would you ship? Leo in April or Dominic in April? <laughs> Leo. <laughs> this is a very important question, people. It is. <laughs> so going back to the party, Leo actually shows up to this party because Dominic invited him on Facebook. Shocker, right? I, I don't know if you guys... I, I was shocked this, that he was there. Yeah. I like how he was like, I found him on Facebook. Like, yeah. did you know his profile <laughs> pic was? <laughs> Susan surrounded. <laughs> you went through a lot of effort to get this guy at this party. <laughs> right. I don't know. Maybe Leo or Dominic likes Leo. I, don't I know. mean, he does. And he said that they were having a bromance, which yeah. they kind of are. They kind of are. The only reason they're having a bromance is because Dominic doesn't know that Leo's into his girlfriend, too. <laughs> that would probably end their bromance really quickly. Yeah. I do like Dominic there for the bromance, though, because I do love bromances, so. Yeah. Okay. That's the only good part about him not leaving, or if he didn't leave. True. Well, let's talk about something a little more serious that happened at this party. 
Actually, there was two things. But first thing is Brenna, who is underage, shows up at this party. And she's kind of snooping through April's things and finds the picture of their father with Natalie Ortiz and George. Yeah. And it wasn't Big like... moment. And it wasn't like it's a picture of just the three of them. It's full on, like, Natalie leaning up against mm-hmm, the dad. Not, I mean, that would signify either, like, a child or your girlfriend. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, there's... And she probably had a pretty clear idea that it wasn't his girlfriend. Exactly. So... <laughs> Well, I mean, she, I don't think she knew. I think she was just shocked by the whole thing. And then when she brought it to April, she was like, what is this? Like, I, I think she had suspicions already. Like, yeah. Oh, that's he's true. Probably like what, but it, uh, how do you expect that? That doesn't even hit you. Yeah. You don't even imagine that your father would have had another child somewhere else when you are how right. old, 16 years old. You've spent 16 years of your life thinking he didn't. Yeah. You can't even imagine that. That's true. Yeah, I mean, that's just crazy. And kind of funny, at the party, they also played Never Have I Ever. Oh, God. (laughs) Which is also kind of where April finds out that Britta's hiding something as well. And the whole kind of Greer and Brenna situation kind of gets brought up again and Beth is like, I told you. And yeah. like, April's like, what do you knew? Like, so I thought that was kind of funny. Though. I loved Beth at that moment. She's like, I saw her. She's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> April's so like, cute. okay. So cute. So we'll get into a little, um, more of Brenna and Greer's kind of relationship struggles that they're having a little bit later. But, um, also at this party, I, I kind of had this weird feeling, like that. Never have I ever that something was going to come up about the cancer, and yeah, it was going to come out. Too. Like I just kept waiting for it, waiting for it, and then it didn't happen. And I was kind of happy it didn't happen. Yeah. But it kind of felt like it was going to build up, and then yeah. nothing happened. I think ever we were all feeling that way. But that would have been so awful for someone to be like, "Never have I ever had like a terminal disease." Like, yeah. That would have been, been like awful. <laughs> How <would> been, yeah. <laughs> I think everybody that knew, which was just Leo, Beth, and Brenna. Would no one would say anything like that? So yeah, she was probably pretty confident in that's true. Her friends, <laughs> except did we ever see Beth and Dominic's roommate ever hooking up? Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> such Some, a huge shock. I know someone had speculated in our comments that last week that Beth and Leo were gonna hook up, which. Yeah, that's an interesting fact, but <laughs> now that Dominic's leaving, that's, <laughs> that's not going to happen. But that's what I feel like he might, that, uh, what's his name, Graham? Mm-hmm. He might be a good, a good fit for Beth. She can like hang around with him. She needs, she needs a man in her life. She needs well, some kale so in her life. He's so pessimistic though. He's like, so pessimistic. But she <laughs> isn't. So she'll be, bring like, bring it, the good out in him. I feel like they would be the most awkward couple they ever. Would. And that's what's going to make it awesome. <laughs> All right, speaking of couples, let's go back to Brenna and Greer. Okay. And Greer's not very happy with Brenna no, still. No, And I, I feel for Brenna because I understand her predicament that she's in. She's got this boyfriend, which I think she feels eh about, let's be honest. Clearly. And then she has Greer, which Greer's clearly into her. And she's clearly into Greer. But I think that's something new for her. And she needs to figure that out still. I don't think she's as comfortable with it as Greer is just yet. And I think maybe that's kind of causing a little bit of friction. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't think she's as comfortable with it as she lets on, even. Yes. She kind of lets on, like, oh, yeah, I'm cool with it. I don't define myself. But she's, like, never had a girlfriend before. So yeah. she's kind of like, I don't know what to do now. I don't know if you guys noticed, but when they kissed, she looked really, like, awkward. Like, she was hesitant on kissing Greer. I don't know if you guys noticed hmm. that. Interesting. I did not notice that. I don't know. I felt like she had, like, a weird look on her face. Well, maybe she was... It's her first time kissing a girl. She didn't That's know. That's true. That's Maybe true. Maybe she's before the Katy Perry age, so she didn't know that it would taste like cherry chapstick. <laughs> I think this was after the Katy Perry. That's what I mean, after. <laughs> Post Katy Perry. <laughs> That's true. So I would, I would actually like to see the two of them work on their issues, you know, and, and yeah. have Greer feel comfortable enough and have Brenna feel comfortable enough that they can kind of blossom this relationship. Yeah. I feel like they already connect, though. Like, yeah. they connect more so Oh, they so totally than, do. Yeah, they connect yeah, yeah. more than so Karen. than Karen. Yeah, he's just, like, you're right. He's just there. Yeah. I think he's probably not going to make any more appearances. Probably. I feel like Brenna was kind of just like, well, he's older, and he's cool, and he, like, does tattoos, and she's all kind of trying to be edgy, so she's like, that's awesome. I'm going to have a boyfriend that yeah. has tattoos, and he, like, makes ta- He's a tattoo artist, and he's older than me. But she's really just kind of like, eh. Yeah. Maybe I'm actually into girls. So. I feel like in the past seven episodes, we've really seen a change in Brenna. Because oh, yeah. she was this wild party mm-hmm. girl who, you know, was ditching classes and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And I feel like now she's more of a good girl. Yeah. It just, I feel like it just has to do with April because when yeah. she came out with that news that she had cancer, I feel like Brenna was probably like, oh, I have to take a step back and like be with my family. Like I can't go out and like party and like act like a wild, crazy child because my sister is sick and I don't have anyone to come pick me up if something were to yeah. happen to me. That's I feel very like we'll true. see it come back though mm-hmm. in the future when something changes with April. Mm-hmm. I think that she'll go off at the event again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, like, maybe if her and Greer start a relationship and break up, I feel like we will see it come back. She's not done yet. Mm -hmm. I can tell. Well, she's still young. Yeah. True. So there's still time. (laughs) So there was one last thing that kind of went on after the Never Have I Ever. And I wasn't quite sure exactly what April was going to tell Dominic when she says, Never Have I Ever. Because I felt like this was going to be her moment to say Mm -hmm. something but then it didn't really make sense with the never have I ever if she said I have cancer like it didn't really make sense I was like I feel like maybe she's gonna turn around to tell him like this was a perfect opportunity Mm -hmm. but I think it was that she'd never seen the sunrise is what I got yeah weren't they watching it over maybe it was like over a specific place yeah she'd never seen it rise over Boston yeah it was like on the waterfront or something expanded on that yeah. <laughs> I'm like, never have you ever what? I know. What? Like, Wait, what? What happened? <laughs> I know. He was like, I wasn't expecting this. Expecting what? What yeah. has she never done? I don't know. Well, how do you guys feel about her not telling Dom even though he's leaving? I feel like in her mind, she's like, well, why would I tell him? Because we're going to break up anyways, which... Yeah. I think it was a smart decision just because this is a really big opportunity for him. Mm-hmm. And if she had said oh, you should go. And then also, I have cancer. She would have been like, oh, I need to stay and be with you. But also, even that, it's a lot, it's a lot of relationship, a lot of, like, pressure to put on their relationship. They haven't been going out that long. It's been, what, like, a month or two? Mm -hmm. And it's like, their relationship is still so new that he would pretty much be giving up, like, the opportunity of a lifetime to 
be with this girl and see her through cancer that he hasn't really known for very long. Well, he almost gave it up before. Yeah, to, and to be yeah. Yeah. still. And I was like, you need no, you need to go. Yeah. You guys haven't been dating that long. Well, you wanted him to go for two reasons. That's true. You, you just want him gone. Want him. He's beautiful also. And he, in real life, he has a British accent, but... No! Yes. Oh, oh you guys didn't know that? No! I, I, feel I know like, he's in a band. Oh, I, I like really sh- ship him in April now. <laughs> I feel like they should have kept his accent. Maybe he can go on the European tour and, and come Back. back with an accent like Madonna yeah and then <laughs> and then everyone will be like oh that's natural four months in Europe you just picked it up and then we can just listen Ooh. to him talk then maybe I'll switch sides we could see wonder if him and Beth the more to get together then we'd have Australian and a British accent oh, maybe but that would be awkward because Beth is April's best friend that's true best friends don't do that to but best if friends. she's with Leo right. then maybe she'll have moved on it'll be like a <laughs> I don't know. And she dates Graham and Dominic. At the same time. <laughs> the same, no, she's maybe. the kind of person that would totally be cool with that. <laughs> yeah, maybe would. they could all be in a relationship together. <laughs> Beth would be the Beth would be the person that would start to that. Do that. A yeah. love square. Yeah, or love. octagon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your guys' predictions going forward in the show? I predict that <laughs> huh. I predict that. Leo and uh, <laughs> my predictions are always about Leo. <laughs> I just hope that he'll show up more. I predict that him and April are going to kind of blossom into something, but mm-hmm. she's still going to be hesitant, I think, because she knows who he is, but I know that she feels a pull towards him, so I think that they're definitely going to have something, and I saw in the previews that they kiss next week. <gasps> oh, Again. I did see that, too. Yeah. So it's like, yes! <laughs> So pro Leo April. I can tell. <laughs> well, going off of that, um, I think this might be a little morbid, but you know how he said he only has three months to live. And with Dom going away for four months, I feel like they will hook up and start dating. And then Leo might pass away before Dom comes back. Oh my God, I can't <laughs> even sorry, say that. Really bad I know. It's really sad. My heart just broke a little I'm bit. Sorry. <laughs> But I, I feel I have a feeling that that may happen because he's going to be gone for a while. That's just really sad. I'm going to have make a prediction that they find a cure for Leo's terminal cancer, and he gets to stay here forever. He might come back next season. I know. I, let's hope. Well, didn't we? We had in our news and gossip a few weeks ago that his character's role has been extended. So. Mm-hmm. I don't really see him passing away anytime soon. They right. also, though, it's not like it's that these days, every episode is months passing. True. So we could go three seasons and it could still be three months. That's so true. It's like, <laughs> That's very really, true. very true. He could stay on the show for a long time and not a lot of time could pass. That's true. So, <laughs> That's true. With that said, that would, that would be interesting too because if that were the case, then that means we probably wouldn't see Dominic anymore. For a while. Fingers crossed. Again. Like season six, <laughs> Dominic might come back. Like, hey guys, I'm back from it, Germany. Like, <laughs> I know. I think when he does come back, though, I feel like he'll come back with April, kind of in this thing with Leo, and then April will kind of be like, "Oh, I, I used to really like Dominic," and then she'll be all confused again. Right when things were getting good with her and Leo, I just see that happening. Well, we are on a break. Sense. True, they were. It's a Ross Rachel thing. It is a rock. Yes, you're right. <laughs> I love that reference. <laughs> All right. So let everybody know where they can follow you on Instagram and Twitter so they can tweet you guys to let you know who they ship. 
You guys can tweet me at Kristen Strange and on Instagram at Kristen Aubrey Strange. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Michelle Fee. And you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Heather Joy Smith. And thanks, everybody, for watching. We'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 